GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. to our daily gun show come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for a while we've added a new feature to the show where we poke little baby puppies live you're welcome and uh today we're going to be taking a look at the instagrams so we'll head over to the instagrams here we'll do picture puppy in a picture down here at the bottom and then uh this is the screen that we're looking at, the desktop here. And now we'll uh, head over to the video. That'll work. And we'll, uh, we'll head over. Oops, we'll start it off with this video clip from earlier. Sixteen people wrote in. Oh my God! Hey, right. That's, that's, that's why I'm, I'm going to pick 18. No, oh, that person, <laughs> you sitting there watching the show, you blew it. You I know. Gun and you didn't even the One in that's, 16 chance. Oh my God! Hey, it's crazy. That's why I'm going to pick six. Number six. Number six is G Webs. All right, G Webs. G Webs. So Pete. Go ahead and uh, shoot me an email, or I'll shoot you an email. Reply back to that with all your information. So, congrats, uh, so that happened right there. So, got a cert gun coming. So, stay tuned for one of the tactical quizzes, or maybe Patreons or something like that. Actually, do our best to give that stuff. Pass it along. Heading over to Instagrams. All right, so over on the Instagram, we're going to take a look at the saved posts that we have saved. You can create folders over here, and you can uh, uh, save files, your well, save posts on Instagram into these folders, and they can be your posts, or they could be other people's posts. 
So mostly I save our own posts to sort them and to have them available. But whenever I'm digging around on Instagram or, or browsing or surfing or whatever, I'll occasionally save posts, and that's what we're taking a look at today. I'm going to scroll back a little ways. Puppy's making a noise. We're going to go to the uh, puppy in a picture. I can figure out how to get my mouse over here. Now he'll be better off. All right, now we can monitor the little baby down there and look at these pictures over here. Uh, I'm not exactly sure uh, when we cut off. Let's see if, let's say about the 15th. So that would have been after the 11th. Talk about the action tracker. We got uh, the New Jersey guy being racist. Go Hawaii. Let's see what date this is. Six days ago. So I guess we can go backwards from here. Nope, that's forwards. All right, so Alan Anchor is doing a sponsorship thing till the end of the month. You have a chance to join in on that. Join in on that. It says the application for sponsorship is still live, and they're accepting applicants until the end of November. They'll be announcing in early December. They're looking to partner up with all kinds of influencers, event hosts, nonprofits, and others. So if you want to throw your hat in the ring, get a hold of them. Look, so Tony was posting a repost from Firearms Policy about that New Jersey guy being fairly racist in front of everybody. Um, we've got gun policy, FPC again. Talking about Bill 220 in Hawaii, which makes concealed carry virtually impossible and will be heard at the November 16th council meeting. Uh, let's see. So this is first I'm hearing of this one. I don't know if anybody's had Hawaii on the horizon for anything. Now we get Chris's post from Wanamaker. This is Action Tracker, a company that makes these chairs that are all terrain, uh, usually for hunting or just doing, you know, cool camping and stuff like that. And they got a low center of gravity. They can get over and around all kinds of good stuff. And they're pretty neat. So they make these up in Minnesota, if I remember correctly. Uh, it might be Wisconsin, but I think it's Minnesota. You can see this one's got a bunch of LED lights on the front, all kinds of uh, areas to mount things, uh, rests and uh, braces and uh, attachments for whatever they might be using for hunting or anything really, but uh, just going out camping and what. So... Um, yeah, these things are pretty awesome. They make them uh, here in the U.S. and they make them available then uh, for people who are doing cool stuff or at cool places so people have uh, good transportation. 
Let's see, this one is Utah Shooters, people up in Utah. And it looks like they said, we did a thing. We created a one-stop shop for the world to enjoy products from all the Utah brands that they know and love. They're, and we're trying your orders, tying your orders to an incredible $40,000 sweepstakes opportunity. Check out the previous post to this one and then go check out usgearco.com. So it sounds like people in Utah stand together quite a bit. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, there's other parts of the country that do similar stuff, but Utah, in other words, Utah isn't unique, but they definitely do stick together. And uh, this looks like uh, they've created a, a website to feature the uh, brands that are from Utah. We'll take a look at those in a second and to get everything kind of getting everything going, get everybody's uh, juices going. It looks like they have a grand prize worth over $40,000, an all expense paid trip to Utah, which is their yearly uh, annual event in Utah. And then the grand prize winner and guest will each choose three firearms from dozens of options. They'll get a carbine, a handgun, and a precision rifle. Choice of accessories. I'm assuming it's all from uh, Utah. Six-day trip. The grand prize winner and the guest will fly out to Utah for via first-class airfare. Winner and a guest will be set up with a vehicle of their choosing. They recommend the Audi R8, which is some kind of car. Um, uh, I would get the Audi 5000, but uh, we'll give the winner 5000 in spending cash. Right off the bat, our winner and plus one will attend Utah, one of the largest live fire range day events in the country, as distinguished guests. There'll be hours and hours to go hands-on. You'll have hours and hours to go hands-on with guns and gear and to mingle with the nearly 100 industry-leading brands from Utah. Oh, and surrounding states. So it looks like now they're inviting other states. All while the sound of full automag dumps on metal targets ring in the background. So I'm guessing that a distinguished guest is probably, you know, going to get you a lot of free trigger time, I'm guessing. Following Utah, they have a custom three-day training with Nielsen training that covers three types of firearms, handgun, carbine, and precision rifle. All the guns and gear that have been previously chosen by the winner and their plus one will be used to complete each day of training. So you pick your stuff and then you get a chance to check it out. All firearm training will be custom tailored to the skill level of the individual winner. Pretty cool. So let's uh, go take a look at what all they got going on over here. About the brands. So... Our partners, all the products on our site come from businesses based in Utah. So let's take a look at them. Alpha Coffee, all right. Amend 2, I don't know what they do, but I've heard of them. Axel, those hearing things everybody likes so much. Black Arch, no idea what that is. Bone Ori, no, Bone Dry Gun Cases, okay. Bucked Up Energy, I don't like the name, but whatever. Cirrus Gear. I've heard of that one. I have one of their patches. Culper Precision. Uh, I'm guessing Precision Rifles, but you know what I'm saying? Edge. That's Edge. 
Forge uh, Forward Project. No idea what that is. Uh-oh. I have an update on the puppy. Let me go now to updates on the puppy. He's moved over, and his head is now down here, and he made a snorting noise. I'm going to move his tail back. Everybody can be calm. His tail is back into a little curly thing. I'll flip his ear. Everybody knows everything's okay. There you go. His ear is floppy. Like if this is what it's like when you go up and you flap the wrist of a nine millimeter shooter. That's how floppy his ear is. All right, we'll go back over to the, let me flip this back. It's really hard for me to see because of the way I have my uh, monitor right now. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Alert, alert, alert. We will take a break from all this two-way garbage because something's going on. Somebody woke up. No, wait, hold on. No, it's okay. Everybody can calm down. He did monitor the situation. He's decided to go back to sleepy. Tail back where it needs to be. Probably didn't like this whole business. Probably had a real problem with this. Needed to find out what without this was all about. So just double checking that this ear is also floppy, and it is. So we can go back to 2A again, I guess. Every so often, this is the obligation I've got as a uh, little puppy foster. I have to make sure the puppy is still sleeping fine or whatever. All right, so next up is Forge Project. No idea what that is. Goat guns. Okay, we all know what that is. Gun butter. Lux Pro. Now gun butter, I'm guessing, is Lou. Lux Pro. Lights, I'm guessing. Mimetic. Heard of them. Ready Man. It's got a pickaxe. I don't know what that could be. Rockwell. But the big-ass E, I don't know what that could be. Electric something, maybe? Sophos Survival, so some kind of fire starters. Tactical Development, right off the bat, there's a whole bunch of people that get tactically butthurt when they see the word tactical. And development, that means you have to do something. That just turned off a bunch of people. Tackware, that's sort of like Tupperware, but for tactical. So let's take a look at everything. Alpha Coffee, if we figure out what that is, it's coffee. Amend 2. Oh, snap. You can just click on these. Amend 2 Magazines is a family-owned and operated business based in Idaho Falls. Founded in 2013, when throughout the entire country it was difficult to get most firearms accessories. Why in 2013 was it difficult to get firearms accessories? Pop quiz, hot shot. Why was it difficult in 2013 to get firearms accessories and everyday shooters were struggling to find out what they needed to be able to exercise their second amendment rights being passionate about our country and having experience in industrial plastics i'm guessing these are magazines a men 2 ar-15 magazine no picture bold move to not have any pictures so let's see what we can do about this next is axel that's that hearing protection you hear a lot of people Getting for free and saying they like it. So now we're going to go back to Black Arch, Logan, Utah. I like that because it sounds like Wolverine. Coffee, oat milk. Very oaty. All right. 
the company called Black Arch Hol oh, Holsters. So now we know what it is. Spoiler alert, it's holsters. Formerly SHTF Gear, which is a very rude name. On see why they named it, or they renamed it. Uh, the name Black Arch refers to the towering stone arches that are unique to our home state. Oh, now what Utah is claiming arches? Whatever. They just act like Utah owns all the arches, I guess. Um, then we go to bone dry. That's gun cases. Rust can be a nightmare. A rainy day of hunting. Misty. Um, ch -ch -ch -ch. Rust prevention gun cases. Extract moisture from the entire firearm. Interesting. Then we got bucked up energy. At DOS Labs. What? We plan on becoming a leader in the supplement industry. Just like we became a leader in the deer antler velvet industry. Uh, with our deer antler spray and endurance. A non-proprietary pre-workout formula. We aim to fuel all athletes. Do you eat the antlers? Deer antler spray is a formulated for female athletes looking for a Deer antler spray. Wait a minute. Well, maybe you like spray it on your tongue or something. I'm intrigued. I have no idea what that is, but it's interesting. Sierra, somewhere here I got one of these patches. Shooter in the range next to you. The customer buying at Cirrus. We are the shooter in the range in at the in the range lane next to you. The customer buying cases of five five six NATO behind you at the gun show. A proud supporter of the Second Amendment and NRA. We are you, comrades of our weapons, and the home of the brave which we live. Uh, created and launched to share our passion for firearms, high-quality gear, and to help our... Um, Cirrus Gear specializes in creating innovative systems which promote gun safety, skill building, and gun maintenance. Clean gun is a safe and accurate gun. Gun cleaners? They take their relationship seriously and they value it. I'm not totally sure what they make. I call it a shooting gear, I guess. Then we've got Culpepper Precision. One-of-a-kind firearms take the wildest and most moving dreams and mold them into physical and tangible work of art that is beyond value. We customize, build, and modify firearms and firearms accessories. Well, that's a, a, a brief and, and, uh, and precise explanation of what they do. Thank you, Culper Precision. They probably go on to talk about how they're, what their deal is, so let's figure out what edge is. Safety glass industry in large suffers from underdevelopment, okay? We pioneered polarized safety glasses. What I like to do, if I hear a bump in the night, I'm going to grab my safety glasses, of course, but I only would grab polarized safety glasses because if the bad guy is going to come at you with a polarized light source, you need to be able to adjust your polarized safety glasses to a 90-degree angle. Um, they have anti-fog technology, which is also good. A lot of times, uh, 
people breaking into houses, especially junkies. Junkies will do this. They'll have fog machines. They'll have stolen them from maybe a band or a haunted house, and they'll try to fog up the place and then steal from you. So having anti-fog goggles, again, I'm going to have those next to my bed at all times, ready to grab them. Uh, our frames are indestructible. All right, edge eyewear. Then we got forge, forward project. Number one, flag is hung the right way. Okay, cool. Number two, it's a parade flag. How do you know? How do you know that's a parade flag? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, let's see. Wonder why he woke up. It's related to someone messing with his ears. No, no. He probably thought he heard someone shooting nine millimeter. Idaho Falls as buck knives. Because there's run on mags because people were thought they would get banned. Probably. That's what I think it was. Missouri has something to say about all these arches. You know what I'm saying? I've been to some arches in Iowa. I'm just saying. Like the Mississippi created a few arches. So how do you know this is a flag designed to be on a stick in a parade? This flag is not an indoor hanging flag. And how do you know that it's not for hanging indoors? It's pretty obvious. I mean, there's only one thing about this flag that is unique. Well, there's two things, actually, because you can see where it's sewn for the stick, really. But, I mean, sometimes they're sewn that way. Just people don't care. But this is an official flag. This is probably at their guard or something. Uh, let's see. So what are we looking at? Forge Forward Project at utahshooters.org and U.S. Gear Co. We are honored and humbled to work with so many veteran-owned and operated businesses, and we are grateful for the sacrifices made by our military servicemen and the women. We believe in the mission and goals of the Forge Forward Project so much that we've teamed up with them to help spread the word and generate donations to go towards their research, pioneering the new field of PTSD treatment through virtual reality therapies. Oh, snap. I like everything about what I just heard in that last piece. Meet Brick Simpson, founder and CEO of the Forge Forward Project. Brick, is that a real name? Simpson is a military leader, a 20-year combat veteran inventor, public speaker, and entrepreneur. He has served stateside, no, several stateside humanitarian mobilizations and an overseas deployment from five to six in Ramadi with the 222nd Field Artillery out of Utah. Oh, let's see. Invented a plastic lid for movie theater popcorn buckets. All right and started his first business. Some of his clients include a bunch of movie theaters and amusement parks. So that's nice. Passionate about changing veteran lives through technology. Uh, and early he had plans to develop, he developed a line of lifestyle apparel and men's care products as a way to help raise funds for his fellow vets in need. Well, right. His personal motto, adversity doesn't define you, it refines you if you let it, was the inspiration behind Forge Forward Project. As founder and CEO, the Forge Forward Project launched a podcast featuring fellow veteran entrepreneurs who encompass the Forge Forward mentality. Um, fellow veterans in virtual reality. 
I'll do it. Oh, I thought maybe it was something else. I think this is something different. Oh, no, here we go. We are developing VRX, a groundbreaking breaking virtual reality software. It's more than just a portal to access. It's just where veterans can rally, regroup, play games, and spend time. I wonder if that really means like something that's all encompassing on your senses, like a virtual reality, or if they're using the words virtual reality to describe what we had with gun channels. Either way, that's interesting. I like the idea of using uh, things that remove the barriers of distance from relationships, right? Imagine what we had at gun channels focused on veterans. Uh, let's see, that was Forge Forward. Next is Go Guns. Everybody knows what those are, little tiny guns. Well, very small guns, all at the same scale. Well, all the rifles are at the same scale, and I think all the handguns are at the same scale, but they're not the same scale to each other. Gun Butter. This is for when you're going to slather butter on your guns. Our founder, Mark Turney's competitive shooting days, consistently experiencing lubrication failures or dry gun conditions with virtually every product on the market. Dang, Mark really shot his guns hot, I guess. So Mark worked with aerospace engineering design team to formulate and improve through years of testing the most complete firearms lubricant on the market. Gun butter not only applies, it stops jams. Oh, nice. You like, got to like it when they say things like stops jams. But protects your weapon. Another one. Nice from the most extreme conditions on earth. They are in Utah, uh, ensuring proper function of your firearm. Cause they got like salt water there, I think. Our formula creates a film around your weapon, reducing carbon and debris from not only attaching to the lubricant, but your weapon. Uh, gun butter can also be used to clean your weapon as it loosens and lifts debris away from the weapon. Once lubricated, cleaning is easy as wiping away the residual lubricant. So it's frog loop. In operational use, gun butter's smoothness and consistency is unparalleled due to its longevity. All right. Low odor. So it's maybe it's frog lube without the minty smell. Anybody remember frog lube? Frog lube. A 2000 and... 12 to 2014, 15 phenomenon, maybe? Lux Pro. Not your average flashlight company. Neither are the employees that work here. We live in one of the most employed. Oh, they're making these in the USA. We provide light sources that are innovative, reliable, reliable and durable for projects, activities, events, adventures, and all types of preparedness. Design lighting products since 1999, but we are picky. We do not build just anything. Our motto is to develop products that we want to use. We incorporate LEDs. All right. While other companies give you hype, we give you technology, tech grip, and advanced grip design permanently bonded to the flashlight. Hmm. LPE optics, proprietary reflector designs that project a clean, precise beam. Smart programming. Lighting products are smart. We incorporate multiple modes. Wah, wah. Variable dial. 
uh, and you want to make sure it comes in, right, whatever. A lot of gimmicks. So I guess if these are made in the USA, I'm impressed. So we'll see about all that. And then... What do we got next? My Medic. I know somebody's a big fan of My Medic. Is this uh, G23's Medic? Our first aid place that he likes? Somebody likes it. Might be it's Clover. Our mission is to empower people with the skills, knowledge, and supplies to save lives. Um, born after a tragedy, lack of equipment, and a long wait. Oh. Man, that's a horrible thing. My goal at, or our goal at my medic is to prepare you with the equipment and training. Life can be dangerous, whether you're at home, in your vehicle, or out on an adventure. Our products are ready to perform when you need them most. That's a pretty good tagline. So first aid kits, I'm guessing. And training. Uh, let's see, Ready Man, a community founded by U.S. Special Operations Forces veterans and skilled outdoorsmen. So whenever they say Special Operations Forces, one, it's legit, and that means that there's people from multiple branches, and since multiple branches that have Special Operations teams will put you know, the general term Special Operations on there, or somebody trying to use words so that's a tough one it's kind of like organic it can mean for real but it can also be a, a term we create custom tools and implement time-tested man skills to help inspire members to be prepared for the unexpected in our modern era we offer outdoor skills our survival tactics and gear home defense techniques and products, exciting content, and powerful information to help facilitate members to be ready. Join the team now and view our vast library of ReadyMan entertainment. Oh, I see what they did there. Content that we custom made for the members with our special forces and survivalist cadre. Well, now I'm pissed, so... One, they didn't capitalize this, and this makes me think that this is being vague and generic because this is a specific term that it should be capitalized if they were, and they're not. So we will see everything from quick tips and blah, 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 and this up. So join up. So learn stuff from them. Then we got Rockwell. Uh, Rockwell was born out of a need to, for a commitment. Rockwell was born out of a need for commitment, a commitment to redefine a style, devote ourselves to quality, and remain loyal to those we surround ourselves with, to never end up in the world of could have, should have, would have. Oh, every Rockwell watch, Rockwell time, see, it's watches. Now we got it. Rockwell emblem reveals a life of uncompromised, the Rockwell emblem reveals a life of uncompromising style, action, and confidence. Holy shit, they know me? Uncompromising style, action, and confidence fueled by the weight on my wrist. That's my life in a nutshell. Let's go back and look at this logo that encompasses uncompromising style, action, and confidence. 
Come on, that's that's reaching it. Rockwell with a big ass E. Oh, come on, man. Sophos survival. Greek word which means wisdom. Originally used to describe expertise in a particular knowledge or craft. Oh, is that what a sophomore is? <laughs> the reason we choose this is because our goal is to grab some more coffee over here. So let's the reason we choose this is because our goal is to teach and instill emergency preparedness. So another training for prepping, I guess. Survival makes sense. Sophos survival. I don't like their logo though. So they're getting uh, mansplaining on their logo. It's too difficult to print that. Tactical development. A bunch of people are going to turn this one out because of the words. The mag feeder was born out of a personal need to bring a full 30-round magazine loader with me to the range for competition or just plinking in the desert. Upon researching what the market already had to offer, I found the designs and portability to be lacking. I had the choice of a large wood block that for sure would have to stay on my workbench or a polymer loader that could ju couldn't justify the price for its features. At that point, I decided to design my own 3D, design and 3D print my own. Okay, so this is a 30-round mag loader or the AR. Nice. Tactical development. Oh, okay. That might be, see what's going on here? They used a pistol with a weird thing on the back and then a mag loading looking thingy to be the T and the D. There's too much going on with that logo. I know what they're doing. Too much going on, though. Techware. Proudly headquartered in American Fork, Utah, our team has more than 20 years of combined experience in everyday carry lifestyle and firearms industry knowledge. We provide daily carry goods that accomplish a larger purpose. Our goal is to offer the tools and resources necessary for your approach to accomplishing the larger purpose that awaits you. Holy shit. So that's pretty neat, though. That's uh, I don't know if anybody else doing anything like this. There probably was something like this in Arizona before. Has Pennsylvania ever done anything like this? I think every state should have stuff like this. I'm going to go ahead and mansplain to every single state besides Utah who already is doing it that you should do what Utah does and do this. Super cool. I've done a thing one time on Instagram where I tried to list all the Arizona gun shops that I knew of on Instagram, and then I kind of searched around to find even more. Uh, I mean, wish I could like, oh, maybe I did put that in my tag somewhere. And uh, that's kind of what we're doing tonight anyways, the Instagram stuff. Um, it'd be cool to find or maybe have a growing list of all the uh, brands in a state. That'd be a fun project too. I could probably do that on one of the websites. Anyway, I think this is awesome. So uh, we'll mansplain a little bit to them, but uh, I'm going to also say, where's the pictures? Come on, we need some pictures of your gear and stuff. And there's not a lot of guns. I know there's more gun manufacturers in Utah than are listed here. So hopefully this will be a growing list. And let's go back and see that whole thing about the, the deal. So this is a place that brings together all the different uh, manufacturers, a, a bunch of manufacturers in Utah and a bunch of different instructors and different things. And then they have a giant sweepstakes to kind of kick things off. And I don't know what you got to do. What do you got to do?
Does it tell you what you're going to do? Oh, you click here to get started. Huh, buy some stuff from these different uh, manufacturers and stuff. So I'll shut up. Here's some pictures. So first off, a gear U.S. Gear Co. hat, which is sort of a running jackalope. is pretty cool. Uh, if they gave you just the patch option, I'd be interested. Muzzle loading Nerf Jolt holster. Okay, I don't know what that is, but it's interesting. Bunch of magazines for 100 bucks. Is this that light company? Lux Pro, looks like it. Yeah, so this is a bunch of the, oh, that's that dude's mag loader, I bet. Looks actually pretty cool. This is that Culpepper making some interesting looking mags. Oh, snap, here's that watch I was talking shit about. 78 bucks, says Utah on it. It's in red, nobody likes red, but what are you going to do? So now we got uh, some Gear Co. hats. Be cool if you get these patches by themselves, just saying. All right, well, I'm not going to click on every single one, so I don't like your shopping cart. A gun butter pen, all right. My medic bag there. Axles. Yeah, looks like everything we just talked about is listed. Oh, snap. This is kind of cool. There's that mag loader. This is the axle thing that everybody talks about having for 120 bucks. Anybody out there got that axle thing? All right, well, a bunch of cool stuff. Some of these are pretty neat looking too. All right, so that was all from this post about U.S. Gear Co. Caught my eye because of the running jackalope, and then once I saw that it was Utah Shooters doing it, that's a great organization. Again, Utah takes great pride in their Second Amendment awareness and uh, kind of collaborative, um, I don't know, kind of, uh, what's the word, the collaborative sort of... Uh, um, Culture? I don't know if the word I'm looking for, but uh, Utah's, I'm not going to say it's unique, but it's definitely on the end of the spectrum towards everybody in Utah is pretty decent to each other for the most part. Not everybody, but most of the, a lot of the people in Utah are pretty decent to each other. Looks like the puppy's still sleeping. We'll update there. Doing some printing over here. Um, doesn't look like the person I'm doing the printing project with is here, but uh, if that person's listening in the future, uh, we are printing in silver. We're printing in silver. The silver is being printed. That's a code word. Uh, let's see. The Biden regime and their anti-rights zealots have maintained control of the Senate. This is, again, from FPC. So what's up with that? Is uh, that the deal? Did they have the Senate over there? Uh, we're looking up their noses, kind of look at their eyeballs and stuff. It's always creepy. I don't know. This is some, I think it's propaganda. Seems very like Big Brother to me, be putting everybody's face in the thing all the time. I don't know. Feel free to uh, offer some opinion on whether or not FPC showing people's face all the time is a good move. So this is pretty sweet. Uh, we had a conversation with M13 a while back. Uh, chatted with them, uh, talking about 
what it's like to be a gunsmith uh, that digs the AK or the Kalashnikov platform in Vegas these days, 2022. Uh, I'm a big fan of his work and a big fan of how much he shares and um, offers insight about. So what we're looking at here is, as he describes in the, in the caption, uh, the barrel shipped with a kit that he was to be building, but the dimensions were off. The top barrel is the original one, and the bottom one is the one that they shipped with, right? So the problem is that they're not the same. The, the profiles of these barrels are not the same. So what they did to fix this was to turn down the uh, barrel that they have, the good barrel, let's call it the new barrel, and then add a sleeve and then profile that sleeve. So they turned it down, they created a sleeve, added that, and then we're able to profile the new meat, so to speak, to the proper uh, whatever dimensions to give it a snug fit where it needs to be in that rifle kit. Very cool. And that's the kind of stuff that I like about the Instagram. It really shows you some neat, clever stuff and people thinking outside the box and, you know, people say, oh, well, that guy finished the project in a project in a few days. You know, why should I pay him so much? It takes everybody else twice as long. Well, because that's the experience allows you to understand the problem and uh, find a solution. And here's Mark Krebs. Well, I'm assuming one of the Krebs, but probably Mark, I'm assuming, but I don't know. Uh, giving it kind of a uh, good thumbs up kind of thing. So it's another reason I know M13 is cool because Mark's hanging out over there. All right, so then uh, I mentioned that Alan Aker is going to SHOT Show. Looks like they're all set up and going to SHOT Show next year. So uh, if you're one of the people that are having Alan Anchor do your uh, patches or your products like stickers or uh, other stuff for SHOT Show, they can bring it to you in, in Vegas and save you on shipping. I think it's kind of crazy because then they run around with these giant backpacks full of patches because patches aren't little, especially when somebody's buying like 100 of them or something. Um, but they do it. They offer it to people and people take them up on it. Next up is Smith & Wesson. I always like it when, or when companies pay attention to their own history and then archive it, you know, let people know about it. So one, it's just cool. And two, when an icon company does it, it's even better. So uh, this is from four days ago, which I guess technically would have been... Okay, we tell where our mouse is. All right, come on, you serious? Where's my mouse at? It's over there, so then how come? All right, so four days ago would have been the 18th? I don't know, whatever date it was, in 1856. Smith and Wesson was incorporated. What's his face, Wesson? And Horace Smith invested roughly... $3,600, which today would have been $120,000. They invested their own money into the new company. And most importantly, they licensed the board through cylinder. And uh, that board through cylinder 
is what allowed a cartridge, the newly invented cartridge, to fit into a revolver. Colt invented the locking revolver. So, you know, he already had that down, but it was black powder revolvers. Smith and Wesson went to this guy White and said, what was his name? Something White. And said, I think it was White. And said, uh, hey, you've got this board through cylinder. What if we license that off you and put it into our revolver? And he's like, all right, sounds good. So they made the Model 1, and they made the 22 short, and now everything was happy. And then uh, eventually what happened, they don't tell you that in this post, but eventually what happened was that guy who had the patent for the board through cylinder, since Smith & Wesson didn't actually buy it from him, it was still his responsibility to fight for that patent, to, to, to defend that patent. So while Smith & Wesson were paying him well, to use the patent, everybody else was just ripping them off and he was spending all of Smith & Wesson's, you know, the money he was making to defend his patent and it actually ended up ruining them. So uh, it's not a good thing. I don't think, I don't know if they did it intentionally or not, um, but uh, that's the story they're not gonna tell you in this post. But anyhow, that's when they invented, they got the company together this week in 1856. And if anybody ever says a date to you, you can remember that 1856 is when the 22 short and the modern revolver was born. So I've been using that as a waypoint for a while now. It's easy to kind of think like, oh, this is pre-revolver or after revolver. When I think of all the different guns that when somebody will say this, this and that gun, I can think, okay, this was invented before the revolver or after the revolver. Anyway, so um, then it says Smith. And Wesson has always been and always will be dedicated to responsible gun owners and their freedom and security promised by the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. Here's to another 170 years. So this is Smith, I believe. That's Wesson. I think this is Wesson. And this is the beginning of it all. And you can see a little dude standing down here unlike fences. It's everybody inside. Some lady. Look at this. I wonder how they took that picture before the drones. Those were back in the days when all the drones were still black and white. Uh, is this some guy working in a really strong tool booth? Look at all these guns. All right, so that's Smith and Wesson. And it's cool that they're offering pictures of their past, right? Now we've got the Green Bay Foundation. This is Lung Cancer Awareness Month. Nearly 8,000 veterans are diagnosed and treated in for the VA for lung cancer each year. Um, well, there's lots of reasons for that, you can imagine, when you're doing stuff that uh, matters and is happening quickly and you young and you don't realize it and you're healthy uh you can, you're susceptible and you don't realize and years later you can see the results of that what it says here in the comment is screening is key to early detection when lung cancer is diagnosed at an early stage it's more likely to be curable through awareness of the disease and support available for those living with the disease we can make a difference 
for veterans, the PACT Act, the P-A-C-T Act, is critical in delivering more timely benefits and services to veterans who may have been impacted by burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic exposures while serving our country. For more information, visit va.gov resources, the PACT Act, and your VA benefits. That's a page on the VA. And uh, yeah, it's Lung Cancer Awareness Month. Seems like there's always an awareness month, there's always something, but that's because things go unnoticed when only a small number of people are being affected. Small number of people that create awareness campaigns. So speaking of that, it's this 22nd of the month, depending on where you live. And that means it's 22 for, wait, 22s for 22 uh, awareness campaign that uh, barbecue is uh, encouraging folks to uh, be aware of veteran suicide. I don't like the 22 a day personally, but uh, it is something that most people associate with the, uh, you know, the different campaigns that have existed over the years on mission or on uh, veterans suicide. Uh, switching gears quite dramatically, we get to one of my favorite channels out there, a place called Chocolate Weapons. I don't like the weapons part, but I do like the chocolate part. So this is their new and improved version of Chocolate Bullets. They've done some different uh, ordnance and some different guns and some other fun things over the years. They'll do their chocolates in the winter and during the summer they do soaps because the chocolates tend to melt in the mail. So in this winter like this, when the temperatures are uh, you know, working with them. Uh, they offer these little ammo can looking tins that are all stenciled up and say chocolate ammo on them. And they got 20, 50 caliber rounds in there. It looks like now they're doing it almost like a crazy uh, tactical chocolate bar because they're all five rounds linked together. So this looks like there'll be four of these trays of five rounds. And uh, it says, uh, the new and improved, available now. These awesome cans and chocolate bullets are flying out the door. Um, right on. So we haven't heard from them for a bit. So it's cool that we've got new products coming from Chocolate Weapons. All right. So Chris Costa is a pretty freaking interesting dude. He's kind of funny. So what we're going to do is attempt to refresh this and see if it starts from the beginning. Oops. And then... Uh, let you hear what Chris is saying on this thing. Hmm. Let's find out where the heck I was at. Oh, okay, here we go. So when I first started this collaboration with Ranger Point Precision, one of my biggest concerns is like, who's, who's going to do the work? You know what I mean? Putting the time and stuff like that. So basically, I'm down here all the time running machines, and you can see that here right now. I mean, the stuff's not easy. Pretty technical. So when he first got here, I was under the impression it was like a make-a-wish type of thing, but for like elders or seniors. All right, so this is pretty much the basic layout. What do you think so far? Is is that a rail for a GI Joe gun? I mean, it's going to have to at least be three times that size. God, Adam. A lot of people always wonder, you know, like how big of a piece of metal does it take to make a handguard? It starts off about this size right here. That's what's amazing about it. And there's a lot of obviously science, some geometry, um, some even trigonometry and um, 
through metal and urges and stuff like not orgies, but like metallurgy. A lot of astrophysicists in there. You know, it turned into that. That's just crazy. So as you can see, this is my workspace. Uh, this is where uh, magic happens. Um, I take these cat drawings, uh, I relate them over to the machinery, and then we just start producing parts, basically. So, oh, really, Brad? Chris, my office again? Sorry, sorry, Brad. Third time this week. Talking about cat drawings, I bet. When he finds himself out here, we usually just let him rub his hands over the parts, but we don't let him touch any buttons. Sometimes we can keep Chris occupied with an old school typewriter, but sometimes he kind of goes off the rails. Another one. Chris doesn't seem to realize cat and cat aren't the same thing. All right, so as you can see, basically it is a one-man show for the most part. Everybody wants to see kind of behind the scenes, and this is how stuff gets built, at least the right way. So he's having some fun. And then we've got uh, Patriot showing off his Angry Sarge patches and his fancy logo grips. Another one from Krebs, who earlier was commenting on the M13, and this is a super sweet uh, 103. So, KUSA, uh, Krebs USA, AK103. I'm guessing he made this out of a Sega or a Sega, and this is a 762 by 39 with modern 103. So the Century model AKs are the modern-ish AKs. You know, they used to be modern. I guess they're technically phasing them out, but whatever. These are the more modern AKs. You can tell because of the uh, black polymer furniture with that design. So the front grips, the grip, and then it's got a folding uh, plastic stock. And uh, the muzzle brake up front, which would normally be associated with a 74, and the 90-degree gas block, uh, which would normally, again, be associated with a 74. But with the curve of the magazine and the way that the holes are on the gas tube, you can tell that this is a 47. You can kind of tell by the thickness of the barrel as well. But uh, super sweet. One of my favorite versions, unobtainium, something that isn't able to be imported because it can't be imported from Russia for lots of reasons. So uh, not just the new import bans, but import bans from a long time ago. So it's something that we would have never been able to get here. But one of the things that Krebs does uh, with their shop is to create clones like this. And this is something that we used to do back in the day when we could get inexpensive parts kits from Romania. Um would get the inexpensive parts kits that were the same dimensions as the whatever country we wanted to emulate. We would get a or create or buy or whatever a, a receiver, put the parts kit on that new receiver in semi-auto, and then just buy whatever furniture. Mark is going beyond that to uh, use uh, accessories and parts like the gas block and the front sight and the muzzle brake and stuff that give it even more authentic uh, and a clone of that gun. 
So somebody that's interested in the, what we got going on might be might be a bit of a preview of something we got going on, a little project that might be going on. Patreons know what we're talking about, I think. Uh, this is from Gun Owners Radio. They're a, a non, they're a gun owners' rights group from Southern California, and they um, have a radio show each Sunday. They they broadcast live on Sunday, and they they stream the broadcast on YouTube um, in the afternoons. It's one of the last radio shows to go live because uh, it's in California. I guess that makes sense. And uh, we've had. Uh, Michael on the on for an interview. Really interesting dude. Uh, very motivated. He's accomplished a lot, and he's got some some unique and interesting perspectives on the two A fight, on the Second Amendment fight, including using our media, not depending on lawsuits. And if somebody can remember the third one, you get extra points because I'm not thinking of the third one right now. But really interesting points that were fairly unique to um advocacy in 2022 so this is a post and i don't know if mike does these or if the person who does their youtube stream because that's not the same person i don't know how many people are involved but uh, they've got people on on payroll they're an actual organization so somebody's doing this page anyway it's a pretty decent post it says freedom is not won by complaining on the internet just simply written there then it says over here in the description, donate, volunteer, join an organization, or take a friend to the range, if you agree. Uh, then it says it's from Rebecca Schmoy. You can have an opinion. You can share your opinion. However, if you are not actively engaged in educating those around you about their freedoms and seeking opportunities to exercise those freedoms, you are simply noise and a distraction from those who are doing the work of protecting and preserving freedom. Find someone or an organization which is doing good, productive work in the individual liberty movement and find ways to lend your time and talent. Complaining on the internet is no substitute for real advocacy. Look how many people are going to get mad about that statement from Rebecca Schmoy, who ran for office in Kansas and won. So it's really difficult to get mad at her, mansplain to her how she's wrong about that. So uh, Gun Runners Radio is reposting it. They're complaining on the internet. Let's talk about ladies who are not just complaining on the internet. This was over on Vimeo. I don't know if I'm allowed to link to Vimeo because YouTube hates Vimeo and I don't really know what the policies are, but man, this was a good interview. It's about 15 minutes long and I think it might be a TV show that these ladies are doing. So we're looking at the ladies that created um, Well-Armed Women. It used to be Armed Women of America. Wait, no. It was Well-Armed Women, and now it's Armed Women of America. And these are the two ladies that invented it. They're also DC Project Delegates. The one on the left is the DC Project Delegate from Rhode Island, and the one on the right is from the DC Project Delegate from uh, Massachusetts. And this is their origin story show. So for 15 minutes, the two kind of talk to each other about their origin stories, which is the origin stories of two ladies from different backgrounds that uh, had some common interests, discovered that they were both interested in shooting and pursuing, learning about shooting, and in a nutshell, created all the organizations I just mentioned. Well, they didn't create the DC Project, but after they created the uh, well-armed women out of one 
club where some ladies got together and, and decided to go shooting and learning together 300 something clubs in 2022, a massive accomplishment. So uh, these two ladies uh, talked to each other about uh, their origin story, their motivations. Uh, anybody that is gonna tell you that it's doom and gloom or that blah, 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 and the democracy, blah, 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 and can't talk about who these two ladies are as representatives of all the other ladies that are like them, although they're fairly unique. They are indicative of a lot of unique efforts and accomplishment that have accomplished much. Uh, and this is a great uh, summary of, of their work. Highly recommend you check it out. I don't know if it's on YouTube or not, but this is a goal linking to the Vimeo thing. I'll just go ahead and link to the Vimeo thing. Feel free to check this out. Is this a video? No, it just acts like it's a video. All right, next up is um, a picture that is in relation to that last one. Oops. We're almost at the end, there's two more. So this is from the NRA. Oh, snap, I probably got copyrighted from that. Thanks, NRA. But uh, this says in the caption, dad takes seven-year-old paralyzed daughter skeet shooting for the first time and she hits clay on the second shot. So boom, she just shot and got the, the uh, bird. So it says that she was swimming and an accident and that's not sure what's going on, but um, this was uh, a weekend you know, as a family get together and whatnot. And it's, uh, we know that the other side uses emotion all the damn time. Obviously they do it uh, specifically to exploit atrocities that are created by the thing that feeds the atrocities in the first place, but uh, in an attempt to offer, uh, you know, an, an, another reach to the uh, emotion of you know family and challenges and appreciation and awareness and the uh what the firearm itself as a physical uh therapy as a um, skill set you know as a challenge as a um what, what do you call that kind of therapy like as the uh as a you know a challenge that to physically do, but then also uh, just something to overcome and something to be able to, to say you've done. Uh, for, you know, when people are at a time when small steps are necessary and a uh, big deal, then, you know, that's, that's bringing a lot out and that's awesome. And it's not done in, as far as I'm aware, it's not done in reaction to anything as much as, you know, maybe Thanksgiving or something. So anyway, NRA doesn't do nothing. Everybody hates the NRA. 21,000 people have liked this thing and it's a day old, but everybody hates the NRA and it's all about what's his face's suits. People that throw the baby out with the bathwater are why they came up with sayings like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So then we get the DC project um, posting about, I guess, Turkish shotguns, the two-way turkey talk for fair, prepare for holiday conversations. All right, I got it. My mouth is is especially dry. I had some, uh, what does they call this? Eggplant parmesan? Is that what they call a breaded eggplant earlier today? 
and there must have been a ton of salt in it. Uh, so much salt in that Parmesan. All right, well, so to a turkey talk, prepare for holiday conversations. One, find, I guess this is, let's see what it says over here. Holiday conversations with the family can be hard, but we want you to have the resources to defend our Second Amendment at your turkey dinner this week. Here are some great tips. For more, visit the dcproject.info, their website. DJ might even link to it for us if he's up. So, And sign up for our newsletter. In doing so, you will receive a copy of our talking points on the Second Amendment. So what we've got here is ladies who are aware that this is a time when people are going to be getting together and there's going to be, you know, due to the political uh, motivations and the agenda set by the media, there's going to be potential for people having conversations on some of these political issues. So in order to set people up for success, instead of leaving them to themselves, uh, to, to you know, be unprepared or to just have to figure it out, uh, let's check out what uh, they give us five different steps here. And Smeggy suggests that he likes these tips from the DC Project. Number one, find common ground. We all want to be safe in our homes and our communities. We want to be able to protect what we love. It's interesting. I like it. Find common ground. Number two, speak from the heart. Share your journey to gun ownership and the stories of survivors who have impacted you. All right. Uh, so the next one is guns save lives. Guns are used to save up to 3 million times, wait, save lives up to 3 million times a year. Sorry. The coffee's not working. Guns are used to save lives up to 3 million times a year in the U.S., according to the CDC. I carry to save lives. Okay. And the next one is point to failed gun control. Cities with the strictest gun control are plagued with the most crime. These policies don't work. Okay. Solutions is the last one. Faster saves lives. Kids Safe Foundation. Hold my guns. Our efforts working to save lives and protect freedom. Interesting. So what are you paying attention? You know what I'm saying? Like on that last one, for those of you who are like on the advanced class. Are you paying attention to what's included and what isn't included? Just pay attention. There's stuff happening in front of our faces right now. Um, Smeggy says he likes these. I don't dislike them. I mean, they're okay, but they're, they're, I just don't know. They're, they're better than nothing, and they're something that not everybody's offering. So I definitely put them in my list. Uh, but as I write them more specifically, uh, they're, I'm just gonna my, my my apprehension is that they're the bullet points that the other side is expecting us to use. And when you want to what's the word for setting somebody up to dismiss the arguments, they're just gonna say, here's what they're gonna say. And now they're gonna dismiss the point. So I'd like to have some points that are off the uh, standard narrative, and we have plenty now. So I was hoping to see just a couple of more in there. I mean, there's five there, and they're not bad. They're just not new. I'd like to see five, maybe a couple of newer ones, maybe three newer ones in there. Uh, we missed a couple, and there was one that I'm going to go check out if I can find it. 
uh, from Maj from uh, Black Guns Matter, which was similar to this last one, but, uh, you know, in his style or whatever. So I don't know what's going on here. It looks like the uh, Wildcats, Wildcats, which is the University of Arizona shooting team, is out doing some kind of coaching for little kids or something today. This is that mine vehicle from Pima Air is bragging about how they're going to have a military vehicle museum next door. I can drive by and look at this tank anytime I want. I don't even have to go in there. I can just look at it. That one? I don't know where that one's at. It's probably in the parking lot further. Ed's Manifesto. Oh, man. I just watched. I wonder what this guy's saying. Oh, I'm going to listen to this. I wonder if we're allowed to listen to this. Ed's Manifesto, though, uh, has a new podcast out. Very good. Very good. It's a dude who grew up in Chicago, went into the military, army, and then a drill instructor for a little bit, and then came out and went into Chicago police for a bit, and now does uh, training. So interesting, interesting conversation. Remember, Ed's podcast, he takes people, he insists they go down to Tijuana with them. He takes them to a small taqueria, a taco shop, if I'm saying that right. And then uh, then they do the, the podcast. Very cool. Very awesome podcast. Um, let's see. So this one is What's-His-Face from Texas, I think. Let me see if it says something. There have been 4 million encounters at the border since Biden took office. He doesn't care. Can you hear this? Across the river sits some of the most capable, best equipped, best funded, and most ruthless and dangerous organizations in the world, the cartels. See, this is more than an immigration crisis. It's a national security crisis. And they facilitate this crisis. And worse than that, they flood our country with deadly fentanyl that kills nearly 80,000 Americans a year. They're at war with us. We do nothing. Last week, I introduced legislation to declare war on the cartels, to give the government the tools needed to go after them and hunt them down and sanction anyone who aids and abets them. They don't fear us, and that needs to change. I actually want to give the cartels and their leaders a very direct message in a way that they might understand. A los carteles, Ismael Mario Zambarda Garcia, y Nemesio Seguera Cervantes, y Juan Pablo Ledesma, y los demás, Ya se acabó su vacación, porque ahora serán perseguidos. Vendremos por su dinero, vendremos por sus mansiones, vendremos por su libertad. Ya no vamos a ignorar sus crímenes contra nuestro país y nuestros ciudadanos. Ya no se pueden esconder y ahora va a acabar su reino de terror. Okay, well. So he says, Ed says, I've been talking about this for a few years and the possibility of this war on cartels. This war has part of its battlefield within the U.S. Dan Crenshaw and the other part is east over the ocean. I hope this is brought into the conversation. Also, one of the names is probably not even alive anymore. Um, last week, I so this is what What's-His-Face was saying, that he introduced uh, declaring, wars on the declaring War on the Cartels Act. So uh, Crenshaw wants to set an actual war on the cartels. That's a big deal. We have been doing stuff with 
surgical blades instead of hammers for a long time. So the suggestion of just walking across the border and with a bunch of scalpels is, what is it, you know? It's, uh, it's gonna be an interesting to hear everybody become experts on that really quick, if that becomes anything more than just uh, a blip. Uh, let's see, I'm looking for uh, a different post here, but now we're looking at, um, I invoke the invasion clauses of the US and Texas constitutions to fully authorize Texas to take unprecedented measures to defend our state against an invasion. Texas invokes the invasion clause, Title 42. It is set to end in December. I don't know what that means, but uh, Gray Man is one of the posts or one of the Instagram channels that posts kind of heads up alerts and stuff like that. So this is gun policy or FPC talking about uh, the Oregon Measure 114, all their craziness. And uh, FPC is doing the uh, wing in the breakfast meme from that one show. So I'm looking for, oh, that's pretty interesting. I'm looking for the. Happy holidays. Chef Liz Rogers here with Craig. Man, I'm looking for Coleon's thing. So I'm just going to try to find it. I think I get copyrighted for that kind of shit too. Ed. Oh, this is pretty neat. This is from a guy that, I think it's a dude, that posts. It's from Iowa, but he's always posting about uh, gun sight up here in Arizona. Anyway, I'm going to go find, I think it was Colleen. Huh? Oh, is it in the circles? No. Huh, where did I see it then? I don't know how many posts this guy does. Well, I don't know how far back it was, so I don't know if I'm going to find it. All right. Well, then that will be a little over an hour, but that's the uh, review of the Instagram posts that were sort of focused on 2A. Let me make sure I'm looking at the right thing here. So if I go back to here and here, oh, no, it was Black Guns Matter. What the hell am I thinking? I want to go to... I think he had a better this one i think this was more concise than the the uh man, empathy man than the uh dc project thing a second ago the five points that the dc project done this one is three points let me know what you think i understand that you have the right it's your body your choice do you want to put that's your languaging 
Do you want to protect your body? Do you think a man, a violent man, has the right to just rape you or your daughter? Would you want your daughter or your sister or your mother or your grandmother to have the means to defend herself? Non-adversarial empathy. It's the second one. Facts. Third one. Solution. We think I thought that was quicker. It's a little bit more mansplaining, but you know, I'm, I have a tendency to mansplain, but uh, I like that one real fast. And I've seen this one first, I've seen Maj do this yeah, one empathy. a day ago, Man. and I, I just barely oops, I just barely seen the DC project one today. But the DC project gives you five, so what's better, three fast good ones or five old standbys? So when you're a little kid and you're, I don't know how old that kid is, he's little and he's able to shoot something that's semi-auto, probably 22 at steel targets with some guy from the University of Arizona. I don't know if that was a thing when I was a kid, but that's pretty cool. Like that's a whole different level of, uh, what do they call that? Like, uh, um, we call it when you have somebody to look up to all right well we're just looking at the same pictures again so i'll close out of that do we have a poll going i'm going to jump over and see if there's a poll nobody's really saying anything or am i missing stuff nope nobody's really saying anything so let's just say hey to people that were out here tonight if anybody's still out there feel free to say hey uh smeggy's out there if there's any 2a topics i guess we can hit them depending on how awake you are i have been drinking coffee uh, so Smeggy's out there, Ron Wayne out there. Good evening, Bajorn. Welcome. Is that everybody? That might be everybody. I don't know. Gizzard was out there. Gizzard may or may not still be up. It's late in the evening for him. Woods may or may not still be up. Good evening. Uh, let's see. That's everybody. So we didn't have a lot of people joining us live. Wait, did I already say Smeggy and DJ? So uh, if you are watching live, feel free to say stuff or um role model thank you that's what i was looking for um or if you're listening in the future feel free to leave us some comments uh, i haven't been posting these in the podcast thing mainly because i ain't got time and if we don't get a lot of feedback then when things get sacrificed it is the stuff that gets the least feedback so if you do happen to hear this thing in one of the podcast forms uh then consider this uh and urging to leave us some feedback that lets us know where to you know, spend the time each week. I usually spend my time to post all this stuff on Wednesdays during the uh, Cape Gunworks uh, rapid fire radio show that happens Wednesdays. And uh, that happens uh, tomorrow, right? At, uh, I'm not totally sure, like in the afternoon for us, and it's a couple hours long. And it's enough time for me to do all of that stuff. So it's typically when I'm doing it, it is a pretty fun show. I think we uh, mentioned a couple of the, at least one of the radio shows that happens on Sundays. There's three different radio shows that are focused on Second Amendment that happen each Sunday. And this one that happens on Wednesdays and Tuesdays, uh, a short show on Tuesday as a guest on the, on a radio show in Boston. And then on Wednesdays, Cape Gunworks does their own show. And like I said, it's a great show. Uh, they listen to the 
comments, they read the comments, they interact with the people that are watching live. And uh, uh, Toby's got a great focus on Second Amendment while still keeping it an interesting show. It's not 100% Second Amendment by any means. It's a lot of focus on Massachusetts law and Massachusetts uh, issues, but uh, also a greater focus on laws in the whole country and then just guns in general. Lots of just plain old gun talk. Anyway, a great show and an opportunity for me to do all the podcasting stuff. So um, even though I have mostly have enough time to do everything, I have to kind of hustle to get everything. So if I'm not hustling and I've got other stuff on the plate that I try to squeeze into that time frame, uh, the podcasts get the shaft. So again, I don't really uh, anticipate this getting to be a podcast, but if for some reason I do have time tomorrow and this does get out to the podcast platforms, let me know. Or if you're listening to this on YouTube, because I haven't been podcasting them, this is your opportunity to give me some feedback on that. Uh, I mean, my goal isn't to screw people out of the easiest way to listen to the show, really. It's just uh, a time thing. And if I don't got a ton of time, then, like I say, things get uh, put on the sideline or put to the, you know, to be announced kind of list. Let's see. Tomorrow is tactical bingo. Uh, we were supposed to do that last week, but this dog here screwed everything up on the schedule, and we did a dog quiz last week. So this week will be the tactical bingo. Uh, if you don't have your own bingo card, you know, that's all right. You don't have to have a bingo card. You'll still be able to play. However, those of you that do have a bingo card, all kinds of cool loot and fabulous prizes. It's, it's not legal to win a dog. I'm just saying. It would, be, um, it would be immoral and illegal to be able to put this dog up for auction now. Look how sleepy he is. Is that natural? Oh, look how his, his leg went out. When you poke him in the ribs really hard, his leg pops out. Is that natural? Is that a, is that a defect? I'm going to try this again. Oh, look at what happened. You poke him in the ribs, he flips over completely. That's a defect. Look at all these wrinkles also. I've tried ironing them. I'd put a lot of starch in here. I got them all wet and then I hung it. Like by here by a bunch of clothespins, it wrinkles right back up again. His feet are super dirty. Constantly washing the bottoms of his feet, but they're always staying black like this. All right, well, this is now spun off into some sort of puppy situation. So, again, this is uh, probably not the kind of things podcast people that are listening to podcasts even want to uh, listen to. Because you're listening to somebody basically wiggle a puppy that's dead to sleep. It's literally so sleepy that all this stuff I'm doing barely registers. In whatever puppy dream he's having, he's getting a belly rub, or the best you can do for a boy dog for a belly rub. This counts as a belly rub for a boy dog. Uh, there's no need to name this dog because of a lot of reasons. One reason is we already talked about his floppy ears, right? Nobody wants a dog around that's got floppy ears like this. Also, let's take a look at his butt. Look at this tail. It's all curly. Something's wrong with it. It wiggles all the time. I think it's broken. 
his legs are too short. He can't even jump on stuff. He's like, can't really probably walk that long. And he's got four of them, and none of them are any longer. If he was a dinosaur, these legs would be okay, the right proportion, but he's not. Um, I mentioned the wrinkles earlier, and look how much he sleeps all the time. He's super lazy. If you say something about getting a job or going out and making, you know, earning his keep, he just does this sort of thing. He just sits there. Sometimes he'll sneeze at you if you say stuff like that. So I think it would be unnecessary to name this thing. You expect a dog to be doing more than just this all the time. So this is unnecessarily lazy. Every once in a while, you got to wiggle it, make sure it's still alive. Sometimes if you do this, he'll make a noise. Not this time. Does he think he's a lion or something? What's with all this? When they were passing out all the neck skin, he was like, I have more of that. I have even more. Can I have even more? And they're like, what are you going to do with it? He's like, can I just have more? Way too much. So this is a uh, piece of towel on top of a cage, 10 bucks. He's got another cage for out in the van when he's driving around, 20 bucks. So that's 30 bucks right there. This towel, I'm charging him for that towel. I don't know, five bucks. So he's close to 50 bucks. He's eating all the time. He's waking up. And like the now, just for some reason he woke up, right? Now I gotta take him outside. Otherwise he's insists on because he's always drinking all the time, water that he doesn't pay for. Then now he's gonna want to go, you know, do his business outside. And then after he does that, he'll want attention. He'll want to play. Uh, one of his favorite things to do is he'll run up and smash into the other dog with his whole body. The other dog doesn't really like it that much, but this dog can't get enough of it. It's probably why he's so tired right now, because he's been doing that for a while earlier today. All right, well, now he's awake. And as I mentioned, we need to go outside. Oh, another problem is this. Some kind of search circuit with this whole situation and this thing won't stop. Now that he's awake, this will just be constantly flipping. Probably one of the reasons his nose is so short is that he's licked all the front part of his nose off already. Oh, come on. And, live, and he doesn't know how to live stream. He's doing this. Talk about rude. This isn't the Honda show. Are you allowed to punch a dog in the face on these live streams a bunch of times? That's probably how he got his nose punched in, because he's doing inappropriate things on live streams with whoever he had him before. All right, well, so again, this is the part of the 
podcast that people are like, what am I paying for this podcast for? Because this is, I don't even know what he's doing. Uh, basically have this dog on a towel and I'm poking at him and wiggling him and rugging him around, manhandling him, going like this to his feet. Trying to get him to be awake, but uh, he insists on just going back to sleep all the time. So he's super tired. I don't know what all that means, but uh, okay. look, he's going right back to sleep again. That's unnaturally lazy. So I don't know what I was doing before to get this thing to kind of zoom in. It'd be cool if there was like a knob I could zoom with this lens, but it's not that it's not that uh, fancy of a webcam. All right. Well, if I had more, uh, is there something like catnip you can give these dogs? I could give them some kind of puppy catnip right before the show. Is that beef jerky? What's what's puppy catnip? Probably beef jerky. And then, uh, or I could tie some beef jerky to this uh, webcam. And then he'll dance around the whole show trying to eat the beef jerky. And that would be good for a couple of views. So let us know. And uh, I guess. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's the uh, tactical quiz. And then on Thursday, we'll be uh, celebrating Turkish shotguns. So feel free to tune in on midnight that night as well. All right. Well, again, thanks. Uh, T96, I guess, showed up. And I think I said hey to Ron Wayne earlier. Everybody else, I guess, is is out for the night. I noticed a drop. See, as soon as I put this dog on and started poking him and punching him in the face and whatever I was doing, viewership dropped off completely. That might be because the uh, uh, people that are getting paid overtime to watch the show uh, felt it was no longer going to be about gun stuff or... People just don't like looking at a lazy dog that just sits around sleeping all the time. Smeggy's, I think, saying the elephant in the room, the big uh, giant puppy in the room. Yep, everybody have a good night, and uh, we'll be back to pick you up later. Oh, man. At one point, I'll finally get used to typing all this stuff in as I say that stuff. Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. Hey, you know, it's super cool, in case you didn't know, because you may not know. Uh, our store over on the YouTubes is now our store. It's the entire gear website store, basically, or at least good chunks of it. So all of our cool loot over at the gear website store is now on our YouTube channel as well. So that's kind of neat. Uh, I think I know why that might be changing with YouTube, and uh, we might be checking that out. So we'll see if you see you over there. We'll see you over there, and uh, not right now, but you know, this week. And uh, if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. Are you paying attention to how the Internet's changing? Because there's some new stuff happening. YouTube may be over. I don't know. I'm not saying it is over. I'm just saying it might be over. Either way, we're uh, definitely going to check out this new thing, and we'll see you over there. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? 
check out our print on demand store we have a tab here on YouTube when you click on it you can choose from a bunch of different items we have shirts and posters and coffee mugs click on the one you like when you find the design you want to put on it choose a color and a size if it's appropriate and when you purchase these items a portion goes to help fund our future projects we really do appreciate your support you get some cool stuff when you get that stuff post pictures here and on other platforms and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com oh one of the other things that I did today was take this animal over to uh, I think it's a pet smart I'm pretty sure it's a pet smart which is a giant store for just dogs, well, animal stuff. It's like the size of a grocery store, but it's just animal stuff. And here's the spoiler alert. This dog hates all toys. He hates all kind of ropes and pull toys. He's a scared of leashes a lot. And he doesn't even care about food in the food aisle. He didn't even sniff anything in particular. And he pooped in the store so that's this guy poops in the store got video of it oh that's sorry to hear so uh see you ron and uh sorry to hear that uh tara's giving us some news but yeah uh jump over to the uh the not the patreon but what do they call that thing the yellow thing, the gilded, and uh, you can uh, let you know what I'm talking about over there. Doing all right? So. It looks like with uh, everything being the way it is, we're still going to have, you know, nothing's over. We're still going to have stuff to deal with, a lot of education and awareness challenges. So what I try to do with this show is give some insight to the stuff that makes it easier and more capable, more possible to have useful conversations. So those last two posts are probably some of the more useful out of this show. But uh, in general, this show is focused on uh, letting you know why you can be optimistic and some, where you can find strategies uh, for the difficult um, awareness challenges or opportunities or oppor um, obligations. I don't know, however you want to talk about your situations out there. But uh, please value your voice. Uh, nobody's going to do it for us. Uh, and uh, we get better as we practice. We practice our shooting, right, when we go to the range, whatever rifles we got, whatever handguns we've got, whatever archery we've got, whatever ammo we've got. We're going to fiddle with it. We're going to practice. We're not going to be discouraged when we miss paper. We're going to figure out what's wrong with the sights. We're going to figure out what's mechanically wrong or what might be adjusted wrong. We might, we're going to figure out what we might be doing wrong, and we're going to re repeat the process until we can.
can consistently hit our mark or close enough to our mark that we're comfortable that we're able to consistently accomplish the task. It's no different with our civic responsibility as people in the country. So some people expect magically their way to happen and others understand that like anything, it takes time and effort, deliberate intent and uh, being able to deal with the you know the, the adversity as well as the uh, and appreciating the uh, accomplishments so if we're going to have a bunch of media attention they spend more time on violence with firearms when you know in the specific narratives that fit their agenda they're going to spend more time and attention on that than on all wars than the Super Bowl, which more people are relatable to than, you know, scale or whatever. The presidential races, right? The presidential, national presidential races. And I forgot what the other thing was. And that's documented from a couple of years ago. I mean, they spend more time and attention on specifically deaths from firearms. And they'll include the numbers, of course, from suicides but uh, they'll use atrocities, not tragedies. A tragedy is like weather that happens and it's an act of God. It happens and it's, and it's unstoppable. An atrocity is a specific politically motivated or deliberately intended horrible event that's inflicted on other people who are innocent. An atrocity, specific word that they do not use. They want to make it seem like it's inevitable because of property when in reality we've got some challenges right so value your voice it's the individuals that chip away it's the way that the water and the wind beat the rock right beat the mountains and it's not done in minutes or days so i guess going back to my analogy of shooting you know we understand that we're not going to be experts every time we buy a new product or purchase a new caliber or a new platform to shoot from or whatever it is, we're, we're adding to our skill set and we're getting better. So it's the same way with our conversations with our families and our coworkers, people at church and school and at the range and at the shopping center. And while we're waiting in line at the sporting event or whatever it is you might be doing, um, when it's appropriate or when it's opportune, have a conversation, have the easy ones, have the difficult ones have successes, have failures, and they're definitely going to be so petty and foul as to use atrocities, which they create against us on the backs of veteran suicides. And it's a shitty situation, but we're winning. We've got 50 states with, with, with concealed carry. And 20 years ago, that wasn't even fathomable. We have 25 states with constitutional carry. Six years ago, that wasn't fathomable. The people that are shaking up the ant jar, the people that want to keep everybody upset and distracted are only going to look at the low-hanging fruit. They're only going to look at the extremes. Value your voices. You're the voice of ra rational, you know, calm thinking. You know this, the people. These videos hopefully help you to find stuff like resources online that are the right vibe, the right flavor, the right approach, the right words, the right image for the people that you're trying to reach. There's lots of different voices out there that are all speaking the same truth 
that individual freedom together is liberty. And that's what keeps this country alive through multiple world wars and civil wars. I like something I heard earlier that the uh, um, American Revolution was our first civil war, right? A civil war with England. I never heard of it said like that, though. That was kind of interesting. I don't know if I agree with it or not. It's just interesting. I never heard it said that way before. Anyway, so I, uh, I'm sorry to hear about the fact that they're going to exploit another atrocity that they create and then feed on. Uh, obviously, for their own political stuff, they don't want to talk about the border, which, as we kind of just glossed over there, obviously has some issues happening right now. They're going to desperately try to divert from that. And we don't want to, uh, we're getting much better at dealing with that, but uh, it's never easy. And they're, you know, using the deaths and the lives and the, uh, the, the pain of individuals against everyone. They're weaponizing emotion. It's fucked up, but that's the adversaries we've got. And that just means that uh, it's that much more honorable and much that much more obtainable to be, you know, valid against that. So don't get discouraged too much. I know it's easy to get discouraged. And there's a lot of voices out there that tell you that it's easier to get discouraged, but screw all that. That's weak. All right. So uh, again, thanks for the people that showed up. I just kind of felt it was worth blabbing about that here. All right. So, uh, Tar says just got parked 700 miles right on. Uh, let's see. All right. Illinois last state to have CCW. You know it. And back in the days, we had friends and uh, people in the, we had a thing called gun channels for a long time, seven years or so. And right in the middle of all that is when Illinois fought and won their uh, constitutional or not constitutional but their ccw and that was such an amazing accomplishment and it was so cool to be around for that that uh it wasn't like crossing a finish line but it was certainly like um the completion of a stage right it was like the a, like a, not a sigh of relief as much as uh um when everyone looks around and knows that we all made it through i don't know let's say you know phase one of basic or something or like through the obstacle course it wasn't we're not over it's not done but everybody made it through that was super cool and it's not just that we don't have to sit back on some old-fashioned win because that was a long time ago it's so long ago that the, i can i know that the first people that got ccw which like as you said we remember I mean, a whole bunch of us remember the their ordeal and then their their accomplishment. They've had to renew their CCWs twice now. Am I crazy? Maybe it's just once, but it might even be twice. They've had it for that long already. Um, so anyway, yeah. And now we're looking at constitutional carry. And again, they're going to try to use these situations that, uh, like Tara saying, the media promotes these murders, thereby inspiring the next. Yeah challenging the next literally they ignore their what do they call their manifestos or whatever uh, if you read the manifestos according to that research that i finally found we did a video on this i don't know a month ago or something um i'll have it on Minuteman whenever i get a chance to spend some time over there again but i finally found that research that talked about the amount of media coverage in both time and money like the amount of time and like 
uh, you know, media time, especially at prime time, is super expensive. So they uh, compared how much they're spending on uh, this message that uh, firearms, we just heard from one of the things earlier about how many deaths of fentanyl, 80,000 deaths from fentanyl, even if they include all the deaths of veterans to suicide, they can't get anywhere near 80,000 deaths. So they're ignoring so many other things that affect larger portions of the population in order to, uh, you know, to focus on the firearms deaths that uh, it's just, it's sad in so many different ways. I mean, it's not just sad, it's horrible. Anyhow, so yeah, the we know that that's going to be happening here. And it's again, it's uh, happening right at a time when, you know, it's, it's opportune for the messagings of the people that would stoop so low as to exploit something like this for the uh, messaging. Anyway, don't uh, you don't need to respond to that. I'm only responding to it at the end of a long show, but uh, you definitely don't have, feel obligated to uh, bring up their narrative just because they've decided to. You can still have time with your families in real life aside from the acts of an individual, right? And even if it does affect a lot of lives, you're, uh, you're not a bad person for enjoying your Thanksgiving with your family. Uh, their intent is to screw with people and to take away, once again, your time in real life with your people. You don't have to let that happen. All right, we're done. We're going to end this one. I'm going to poke a dog again, make sure that he's still breathing, flop his ears around a little bit, wiggle a foot. That isn't a potato you've been looking at. It is actually allegedly a baby dog. I think it's like a transformer. It was a potato. And then by just wiggling a finger around on the potato, a bunch of little tiny feet popped out. Those aren't antennas. Those are little dog feet. Oh, no, he turned back into a potato. So it's like a little transformer. More than meets the pie, pumpkin pie. I mean, all right, well, we're ending. I already did all the endings. I'm going to do another ending. Feel free to buy stuff over at the store. Then guess what happens? I can feed this dog and he won't look like a pump or a potato anymore. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at gearwebsites.com. Tonight's episode... And then I usually throw this in here for Patriot. Cheat. Ninja? 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 This dude does a show. I don't know if I'm, I think I'm still in here. This dude does a show uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and on the 22nd of each month, he's trying to create an awareness campaign for veteran uh, suicide awareness and, I'm assuming, mental health, um, removing barriers to for mental health uh, treatment and awareness. Uh, 22s on the 22nd or 20. 
I don't remember, but it's 22 and 22. Uh, so that's barbecue and Woods was in here earlier. And uh, thanks for the package. I did get the uh, a whole bunch of stuff for the patch buyback project where we're gonna be uh, hooking a bunch of young patch enthusiasts up with free patches uh, that people are uh, contributing to some patch panels for the youths. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com.